I'm so glad you've joined us. My name is Sharon Feckety, the host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast. So we are all on this broken road together, everybody. We are under construction and we're going to go through this together. One of the reasons I decided to create this podcast was because the only way to normalize this conversation about mental health is continue to have it. So you will be hearing from some very special people on this podcast, people that have lost loved ones to suicide or overdose, uh, mental health professionals, people that are trudging the road through recovery right now as we speak, people that are on the other side and offering tips to all of us that are still under construction. Thank you for joining us. taking a breath before I start this podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Sharon Feckety, and I am the host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast. I'm also the author of the book, The Broken Road to Mental Health and Life and in Business. And today is July 1st. So, wow, how did that happen? And whoa, is July 1st like... Um, a time that is making me take a breath. So at the beginning of each month in this podcast, I have um, decided that I would talk to you from my heart about whatever it is that's going on. There's usually never a plan until right before I hit record. And this is certainly not what I want to do because I might be weepy when I talk. And who wants to like record a show and be weepy? Well, me, I guess, <laughs> because um, I just have made a vow to myself uh, that I would be as transparent as possible with all of you when it comes to this broken road to mental health. And I believe in the signs. I believe in my cranes that are magically all over Tampa Bay right now. If you are here in Tampa Bay and you look around, all you see is cranes. So I'm just going to share a few things that have led me to this moment to share this message with you today. Um, this is the month of freedom. You know, the 4th of July, we will all celebrate Independence Day. It's a certainly a, a greater month to celebrate America for me personally than it was last year. And I am sure you are all feeling this reemergence of, of freedom to be able to come out and see friends and reconnect with family. Um, I had my brother here recently, my younger brother, for Father's Day weekend to be with us along with his fiance. And, and I've been meeting with friends again in person. And it has been so beautiful. It has been so freeing. So, you know, this month of July talking about freedom just feels all the signs are pointing in the right direction. So I have had, I would say the last two to three weeks has been like this reemergence of going and meeting with friends that I haven't seen in a long time, business colleagues, and only the business colleagues really that I really want 
to spend time with and see them and hug them. And um, I get to do a little more of that this afternoon. Well, it'll be yesterday when you hear this show that I am meeting um, four dear, dear friends that I met through business that have become really family. And through this panorama, we have certainly stayed connected, whether that be via text message or Zoom meeting or um, however we could stay sending each other funny memes. That's always been helpful. We love doing that. Now, I'm going to be the only person that's not Latin, actually, today. So all my Latina girls uh, and I are meeting this afternoon. And um, I just, um, my heart is so warm. I can't wait to see them. Even though when you hear this, I'll have seen them. <laughs> so I want to tell you about these signs that have led me to this conversation. So back in March of this year, I had like a mini little coming to Jesus with myself. I was kind of in this conundrum of not knowing where I was being led. What do I want to do coming out of this pandemic? What does this look like? What, what is going to really be different? How can I be more vulnerable? How can I be more brave? How do I really listen to my true self? How do I really, how do I really do the things that I feel like I am meant to be doing versus doing the things that might be for financial gain or prestige or whatever it is, what am I going to really do that I believe I was put on earth to do? It's always been to help others. I have known that since the day I was a little, little girl. I, I did want to be a therapist when I was young. And then um, I found out how much they made and how long they had to go to school. And I was like, nah. And that's the truth. I've said that many times. Um, I did not know I would end up in the medical industry. I did not know that I would have the great pleasure of speaking to one of uh, my clients in New York City this morning at 7.30 a.m. and feeling so privileged um, and grateful that I get to have these really intimate conversations about life and business. I, I, I coach these physicians on how to be in business, but we end up speaking so much more about life, especially now, right? Where we've all been through this, um, this global trauma together and we're reemerging, right? So there's been these little signs since March. Um, my, my media company, I, I own 13th Avenue Media, uh, growing and um, I had brought on a third person uh, wonderful young lady to help that is based out of Massachusetts with the media company, um, Anish being with me for the, well, it feels like forever, but it's really only been maybe a year and a half. He interned with me for a while. And then because of the pandemic, he um, went back to visit his family in Dubai and, and then stayed there and, um, and couldn't come back because of the panorama. And, um, and it worked, it, it worked. Everything still worked and business was, was good because we do social media. And, um, and I felt, I started to feel this pressure of, 
um, building now this media company and having uh, wonderful team members that I was going to be responsible for and, and not responsible for as humans, they're very capable human beings, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not ready. I, I won't be ready ever again. I know this for sure now. Um, I don't, I don't want to have um, a big company. I left uh, managing medical practices eight years ago because I had a, a large staff here and I had an even bigger one in New York at one time. And I did not want to do that anymore. It takes a lot to manage a staff, to work in a company, to be in corporate, to do all the things. So made this decision a very, very difficult decision. Um, and as of today, July 1st, um, it is, it is me and Alyssa now, um, I've revamped and I've said so many times throughout this decision that I made that this was never going to be something I talked about, <laughs> that I was never going to like do a video about it, or I was never going to share it because there's no need, nothing. You're, you're not going to know uh, in business that I've done this. You know, I'm, I'm always going to be the doctor whisperer. Um, I'm always going to have this media company but it's going to be very boutique and um, very small. And I, I only want to work with, you know, people that I don't have to try to convince that they need help. So with that said, that will keep it very small. But I also have these dreams that I'm going to share right now that I, I've said, I, can't, I would never say this out loud. I'm, now I'm going to say it on a podcast and on Facebook, so. Maybe nobody will watch. That would be fantastic. And I'm going to tell you what inspired me to do it. Oprah. <laughs> Damn her. Damn that Oprah. So I have had this long obsession with Oprah Winfrey. And when she ended her show after 25 years, I was in Chicago visiting family. And... I got to go to her store, the Oprah store, and I bought like a shirt and I brought memorabilia and I took pictures outside of Harpo Studios because I couldn't, I remember watching the last episode with my girlfriend, Sharon. Um, and it was just like, no, don't go. But today, today I listened to her podcast and she said something I had never heard before. And I feel like, my God, I've been following this woman forever now. How could I not know this? Well, if you are a fan of Oprah Winfrey, maybe you remember uh, Maddie Stepanek, who wrote, uh, I think it was called Heart Songs. And he wrote these poems and he was a disabled child that had this short, um, beautiful, span of life on this earth to give to all of us, all of these heart messages and heart songs. I think it was called heart songs. And I remember him, like I can see him in my mind right now. And he, uh, so she just did this clip. Okay. I listened to her podcast. It comes out every Wednesday on super soul Sunday. And this one is called what I know for sure connections and gratitude. 
And she shared that Maddie, while he was coming to the end of his life, that he, um, he knew that his time on earth was supposed to be spent helping others and that he felt so connected to the world and to other human beings because he was able to help even through all of his health issues and his pain that he was able to help so many. And he, so that message was spread so far because of Oprah. And Oprah Winfrey was um, supposed to, well, she wanted to end her show um, 15 years in, and then it was 20 years. And in 20 years, she really was going to end her show. And um, this clip on the podcast today, she shared a letter. Oh my God. Of, co of course, I was crying my eyes out right before I'm recording the show, hence why I'm doing the show today. Um, We interrupt this awesome podcast to tell you about our sponsor, Thai Technology. They are a voice over IP phone company with superior voice services to businesses across the United States. So get this, Thai Technology only takes on referral customers. What does that mean? Their entire client roster is filled with satisfied customers. So why do I love them so much? Because they're the very best when it comes to excellence in customer services. So they're local here in Tampa Bay, but that doesn't mean that they can't service your amazing organization. If you mention this podcast to Thai Technology, you will get the first three months for free. So don't forget to mention the broken road to mental health in life and in business. Thanks for listening. He said that even though he understands that he wanted her to, um, that she wanted to end the show after 20 years, that he really thought it was a better idea for her to wait for her 25th show because it's a better number. He's, um, he was a numbers boy and he, he thought it would mean so much more to have a quarter century of time before she said goodbye because she was helping so many people. And, of course, you know, uh, I started thinking about how I didn't write my book until I was 25 years sober. And it was so um, intentional to do it and so not intentional at all to write that book after being 25 years sober because it was my mom's birthday. It's always on my mom's birthday, the day that I got sober, August 11th, 1994. And I just knew, like I had all of these signs that were coming to me. You have, you should write this book. You have to write this book. You have to get the message out. You have to talk about what you went through. Other people need to hear your story. Everybody needs to hear a story that can give them some message of hope. So that's why Oprah decided to um, end her show after 25 years, because it was Maddie's wish. And oh my God, it was just so touching because I feel so connected to Oprah that of course I think that has something to do with my 25 years of being sober and releasing the book. I cried my eyes out when I read that, when I heard that, I'm sorry. So fast forward to all of these friends. Well, actually I shouldn't say fast forward. Let me circle back to what I was saying before, getting to come out and talk to all of these friends 
and speak to these clients that I have and be there to listen because people feel safe telling me things that they might not tell somebody else because I have shared my life openly in this book and on this podcast because I never want anybody to feel alone. I never want anybody to feel like I don't understand their pain. I can look at somebody today who is homeless, who is addicted, who is the underdog and just be so on their side because I've been there. I know what that feels like. I know what it's like to not want to be alive and to be where I am today and to not share a message of hope would be so flipping selfish of me. So getting back to that mini little breakdown, that coming to Jesus that I was having with myself in March and making these business decisions for my life. Today is July 1st. Today is when it all begins again. Today is the start of yet another new journey. So I go right before I hit record today. I have not looked at these little intuition cards that I have on my desk. For those watching, you can see it. For those listening, it's this beautiful little um, box of intuition cards that I read almost daily during the panorama. But of course, things have gotten better. And I haven't felt the need to look at my intuition cards for daily wisdom. Well, I went in and I'm looking for another sign. And it says, begin. And that's exactly where I'm at today, July 1st. It's a new beginning. And it says, wherever you are is the best place from where to begin. And I believe in my soul that everything that has happened up until this very moment is divinely planned. And every sign that I ignore, that I don't listen to, that I tell myself that nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> nobody, I have had people in my life say to me, you know, Sharon, maybe you shouldn't talk so much about mental health. And, and I know that they're saying it because maybe they, I don't actually, I don't know why they're saying it. Maybe they think that it's going to affect me. Um, but I want to reassure everybody who might be thinking that, that I put myself back in therapy months and months ago because after I released this book in 2019, I relived all of this trauma that I had been through. And I realized that there's still more work to be done. And I did not release this book for 25 years because I did not want to spread a mess. I wanna spread a message, a small message of hope, a message of identification, a message that you're not alone, a message that I know how it feels to think, oh my God, I, you know, maybe I should just close my business and maybe I should just go back and work for somebody. Maybe I should move back to New York. I'm not doing that, Rob and Cooper. Okay. But, you know, I have, I have been through a beautiful, painful, happy transformation even since 2019, since I released this book. I did not know, none of us knew a panorama was going to happen, that we were going to go through all of this political bullshit, that we were going to have all of this uh, racial unrest, 
that we were going to fight on social media. Not me, I wasn't fighting with anybody, but I was watching. And that now in July of 2021, there is hope and there is a new freedom and a new happiness. And for those of you who are in recovery, like me, understand that line. And um, I really believe that I am meant to help the masses. And those masses might be right here just in my little community, or those masses might be like the sacred dream that I buried under my Buddha outside, my Buddha named Lala that Terry Palenzuela gave me that says that I want to speak globally about this message about mental health in life and in business. And I've already had that great opportunity to do it. Even in the pandemic, I was able to do it twice in two big corporations locally. And um, I'm still gonna doctor whisperer. I'm still going to help my physician clients, but I'm really going to put it out there. I'm putting it out there now. I can't believe this is so, I've said this, I said it this morning to my friend Deb at breakfast. I said, I'm not going to tell people what I'm doing. I'm not going to rebrand myself or anything. This is just what's going to organically happen. And here we are. I'm telling you. And I swear to God, I did not ever think I would be talking about this. But I really, I really do want to come out of this pandemic better than I went in in every way possible. And I hope everybody wants the same for themselves. I want to spend more time doing intentional things that help others. And I want to, in order to uh, speak on the stages and um, provide this message of hope and to do more medical conferences where I speak to the masses of doctors, teach them about how to run a business because they're going to need to know how to do that if they decide to venture out on their own and they won't have to make all of the mistakes that I've unfortunately had to watch so many make in years and years of um, money being lit up on fire. So I've probably gone on too long as always, but I am, uh, I am being as uh, vulnerable and intentional as I can with you today. I am really looking forward and I'm, I'm scared too. I have spent many days over the last month, like, oh my God, what are you doing? Just go do the thing where you know you can make a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's not me, you know? Or listen to what other people tell you. That is not me either. But I do listen to the signs and I do pay attention to the cranes and I am going to continue on this journey and um, I'm going to listen. That's what I'm gonna do. And I hope that if you are in a place in your life where you're not sure of what to do next, that you say, thank you. Because those are the moments that will shake you up inside and help you to make big decisions that hopefully will impact your life for the better. So, that's it for me. Happy July. Happy month of freedom. I have a bunch of new guests lined up. Um, Alyssa is doing so much more work to help me now 
to grow um, the speaking and uh, getting people on this podcast that can really help my listeners because that's really, that's what it's all about. There were so many people there to help me. It would be very selfish not to help others. So thank you. And, um, and I look forward to our next episode. Be well and be kind and stay on the broken road. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E Technology. Check them out.